Meet your next audiobook listen, Go as a River by Shelley Reed. Set in the 1940s, this coming-of-age novel is filled with danger, love, passion, and a tragedy that lands teenaged Victoria Nash in Colorado's beautiful and harsh wilderness, fighting to survive. Find out what happens as the Gunnison River rises, an old life is underwater, and Victoria fights to regain all that is lost. Listen now on Spotify. I'm Nikki Tomlin, and this is CypherCast. I removed episodes two and three from my website, and I've asked third-party apps to do the same. I know there's going to be a curiosity factor now. I know they're going to be huge on the torrents and file-sharing sites, and I can't stop you from listening to them. But just please, please don't. You've probably heard this already from news reports and public health alerts, but it can't be said enough. If you listen to this podcast in any form, headphones, in your car, from the next room, and you experience any shortness of breath, please seek medical attention immediately. On my site, there's a list of medical centers that are specifically set up for Pulmonary Anomaly 1, or PA1. But if you can't get to one of those, get to some hospital or call 911. Previously on CypherCast, the biggest humiliation of my life. What you're looking at is evidence that the bulk of your graduate career in linguistics is a fiction. Robin and Maude had called me into the conference room and confronted me about my faked university record. So my first question for you is why are you here? I've decided to let the conversation just play out. Maud, what did you find? Okay, so basically a crazy-ass piece of malware. It routed any request for Nicole Tomlin transcripts to a mirror site with a different host. Can I ask who did this, by the way? Like, who did you hire? Because I don't say this shit lightly. Respect. In your estimation, Maud, how much of Nikki Tomlin's graduate studies actually took place? I mean... Look, I like you, Nikki. Okay, Uh, like the first year, 2012 looks kosher-ish. Can I just turn off this? um, Nikki, do you have a master's degree in linguistics from the University of Chicago? Well, I attended the University of Chicago. Do you have a master's degree in linguistics? No. So you did complete fall 2012 and spring 2013. Yes, yes. But not either of the next two years. Um, a bit. Um, I, I, yes. I did a bit of the fall uh, 2013 but you represented to us that you had completed a master's degree. Yes, and I'm, I'm so sorry. No, because thank you. I, Let's not do that. Do you know why I asked Ma to look into your background? Um, did, did someone, did, did a listener or someone contact you? Yeah, or I wondered you? about that. Weren't you ever concerned that someone from Chicago would hear the podcast and say, oh, Nikki Tomlin, didn't she go to school for a year and then vanish? Um, I, yeah, I, 
I've been terrified of exactly that. But you still brought your podcast here. I, I, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought I've been lucky so far. So stupid. Why do you think I directed Ma to look into your background? I don't know. Because when Tamara fell ill, you were sitting right in front of her. You, wait, what? You think Poisoned I just know? I don't think that anymore. Yeah, as many cases as there are now, you, you, you couldn't be everywhere. But I had to look into it because Tamara's one of mine. So in light of that, are you, in fact, Nicole Tomlin? Yes, yes, yes. It's, I, I can, you can ask, I, I have pictures I can show yeah, you. No, There's, I'm, I'm pretty sure she And is. why did you leave your program in fall 2013? There's no point in hesitating. Eventually you'll say it. I started drinking. You started drinking? Our, no, I, um, I continued drinking. It didn't start then. I see. Um, I woke up in a, uh, <sighs> do I have to keep, um, no. I assume the point is you had the moment. Um, I dropped out of everything went into recovery. Spent a year not even trusting myself to leave the... But here you are. Yeah. Why are you here? I followed you and Ty, um, all of your work, for years. Every, every paper, every talk, every video, anything, either of your names were ever on. <laughs> I thought I was. God, I can't believe I'm going to say this with you looking at me right now. You can't make this any worse. Um, <laughs> I thought I was destined to work with you, and I thought it was so unfair that I'd have to push that back so many years, and I... But those years would have been your life. Uh, weird. Um, I spend... 11 hours a day studying the effort, deception, violence. <sighs> There's nothing less energy efficient than a lot. So you'd have to have a really good reason. That would be one. Well, I was. Oh my gosh, shit! Mud! 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 Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? One? Yeah, 187 Water Street in Rochester. We need an ambulance. We need to go to the pulmonary division at Rochester Medical. Oh, we'll tell them it's just for one. Oh, they'll send no, the right no, people. Catch one. Uh, what? Who am I talking to right now? What? What's going on? What are they what? saying? They're saying we can't leave. What? Not even Maud. Maud? Maud? Who is this? It's okay. Who says we can't leave? Well, a bunch of soldiers, apparently. At first, I can't tell their specific affiliation or why they're here. They won't take Maud to the hospital, but they will bring the hospital to Maud. I can see them in the lobby setting up a triage clinic, but they're wearing hazmat suits. Yeah, hazmat suits. This is what happens when I try to approach Maud's bed. That's as far as you go. Specifically? Like right, just right here, I should just imagine there's a, a line all the way. Ma'am. All right, all right, I'm backing up. I'm 
Backing Keep up. Keep doing yes, so. Yes, sir. Backing up. Robin texts me to come to her office ASAP. I'm delirious from everything that's happened, so I somehow think she wants to continue my inquisition. But when I get inside, I see Colonel Eubanks. And I'm confirming now, Nikki can record this. Please don't nod, Perry. Yes. Please vocally confirm, okay. Yes, sorry, yes. None of this is classified. All of this is public. We don't have a choice. If we hope to contain this outbreak, we can't hold back any information. All right. I wanted to tell you myself, someone else will be in my place tomorrow, but I owe it to you to hear it directly from me. I'm resigning. What? At this point, Ty and Jeanette come rushing in. They had been detained on the second floor. Why the hell is it Maud in a my hospital? My daughter wait, is outside. What the hell are you She's doing? saying that soldiers guys, are telling wait, her she can't guys, come in to see her father. Guys, wait, wait. Perry, go on. Tamara Wiley passed away shortly before 3 p.m. today. Wait, what? Oh, my God. What are, you, what are you saying? What does that mean? Ty, oh my God. has her family been informed? I'll be making that phone call as soon as I get back to my house. Oh, my God. I'll make the call. Are you sure? I'd prefer to do it in person. I can't let you do that. What, wait, what do you mean you can't let us do that? Today we confirmed three cases of pulmonary anomaly one in patients who did not listen to the podcast. Then how were they even... But who uh, interacted in close quarters with people who did. You think it's contagious? This building is under quarantine. If you want to talk to Miss Wiley's family, Robin, you'll have to do it by phone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean? We don't even know for sure that the message has anything to do. We're all massively overreacting to a theory. There was a snafu in our records. A snafu? Somewhere in the switchover from paper to computerized records, some information was transferred wrong. I don't know how it happened. The death certificates. The electronic records said that the people who worked on the message died from a variety of ailments, but the original paper records listed identical symptoms. They all died from PA-1. That's why I'm resigning. I may have played a crucial role in releasing an extraterrestrial plague onto the population. You'll have food, you'll have water, you'll have medical attention to the extent that we can provide it, but until we get some kind of a handle on this, you cannot leave. Jesus. I, I have to make some calls. I, I Go. have to do something for me, Perry. Before you give notice, give me the full classified file on the message. Come on, Robin. No one else has to see it. It can just be me. But every scrap. I don't know, Robin. I... If we're all gonna die here, I want them to find us dead at our desks, looking for a solution. Please, Perry. I'll make it happen. Thank you. So that's where we are. I'm taping this from the carpet I'm about to sleep on as I spend my first night at Cypher, effectively under house arrest. This has been episode five of CypherCast. And unless they cut off the Wi-Fi, there's going to be an episode six. Cypher can't get rid of me. We're stuck with each other until we solve this. Or don't. Uh, hopefully, see you next week. 
For me, this book was a way to articulate feelings about music that I had never been able to put words to. It helped me make sense of sound and emotion and the way those things can intertwine. And I think that uh, if you read closely and listen even more closely, this book might do the same for you. This is Hanif Abdurraqib, author of They Can't Kill Us Until They Kill Us. I look forward to meeting you on Spotify alongside the music that inspired these stories. I'd be honored to be your next great listen.